you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey there, I am back for episode 89. And if you are just catching me for the first time, this is Mercedes, uh, coach with Her Unapologetic Life. I love talking about different themes each month. And this month we're talking about story. It's something that is just near and dear to my heart because I think as we work through our own stories from the past and the stories we're living in the present towards our future, that's just what it's all about. Um, and we get to be the hero of our own journey, our own story. So because of who we are here in this group, I really wanted to dive deeper um, into when we allow someone else to be um, the narrator or write the story for us and when we want to do that for somebody else. So if you didn't catch last week, we talked a bit about being the narrator of our own story and also just being a supportive role in other people's stories. So we're not, the goal is to be our own hero, right? But a lot of us are such givers. And while I don't want to like, you know, discount that at all, we often then get stuck in letting someone else, um, you know, um, take, like, let's pretend we have a pen, right? And we're writing our story. We might allow somebody else to take the pen and write a chapter for us. Or um, we might want to help somebody else write a chapter for their story. <laughs> so this, it kind of is a twofer, right? It's kind of when we're getting into letting others be more of a part of our story than we are and when we're getting involved in other people's stories. Um, and this this kind of will go a little deeper into my faith, a little deeper into where you kind of see the way I view the world. Um, and I never have any expectations that um, any of you need to agree with me. I'm just hoping that as I talk, it helps you kind of search deeper in your soul too and that you can find some nuggets you resonate with or things that you're like, oh, actually, this is how I believe and this is why. Um, you know, so I really strongly believe um, that one of the deep conditionings of women across history and in our current narrative still um, is that we are here for others. Um, we're here to serve, to be a supportive role. We're here to give, give, give. And well, I think there's actually quite a bit of truth to that because biblically, of course, we're here to be in community and to be with others. Um, and then many of us do have those natural strengths of service. I think it's true and it's gone way too far. Um, and I'm talking about like when the role of service person um, gets in the way of our story that we're called here to live. Um, and you know, I would love to have open conversation with anyone about this because it's something that's hard to articulate, and I probably have tried in other episodes, but there is the fine line of serving others and, you know, our soul being on its own mission, um, which I think includes, obviously, helping others and being in relationship with others. Um, but we often get 
um, sidetracked or we kind of forget about our own destiny, our own soul. Um, and so, you know, there's so many different theories. There's variations. Um, so try this one on for size or just listen to these things and see what resonates with you, what, how, you how you respond to these. Um, and these are just some things that I've, these thought, thoughts I have and some questions I've come up with, okay? So we aren't here experiencing this story of our life just as a body and a mind. We have a soul. And so because we are here um, with a soul, our story is eternal. And in my opinion, um, there, this is where our unique design, our divine design and role in this world comes in. Okay, so it, this is only my opinion, but this is where I'm going. We're here at this time in this place for a purpose and for purpose, right? Um, and I've been thinking more about this. I think that we, there's, we do get to choose our story. And I've heard people say, yeah, you know, you choose your family, you choose when you're born, you choose um, when you're born. And I really do think that, um, I just have a feeling that to me that that makes sense. Be and, and it's one of those things that, you know, a lot of we could discuss because some people are born into really difficult places. Um, but our soul is eternal and our soul is a constant and, um, you know, nothing's going to, to extinguish that soul. And so therefore, you know, what if we did make a soul contract that at this time, in this place, in this family, in this community, you know, that we are meant to be here, um, you know, and I love the storyline that God sent us here for our soul growth too, so that we can be in that collective and then help the collective soul growth, you know, and where love and support are natural. So this is kind of where I go when I think about the, our story and our divine design. And it's just kind of maybe so you kind of get a little more where I'm coming from when I get going on this stuff, because, you know, it, it, and it's really important, I think, for you as well to kind of be like, where do I, where do I, you know, stand with these things? You know, like how much say so do I have on my life journey here? You know, how much connection do I have with my soul and all of these things? But that's kind of like where I am going with it. I believe that we're here at this time in this place for a reason. And I believe that we have a soul contract. So whether or not we sat down with God and said, yep, this is what we're doing or not, we're here. And I love it. I love believing that God sent us here for our soul growth. Um, and we're also here for the collective, right? A both and. Um, and so what happens um, when we move our thoughts to this kind of story, like in relation to the story of our lives, is this is what it's freed me from. We don't need to be the victim or put anyone else in victim, right? Not our place. We don't need to be stuck in villain to ourselves or get fixated and stuck on the shitty behavior of others, really. Um, another thing I've found, too, is we are the human hero of our journey and no one else. So in our humanity, <laughs> we are the hero of our journey. Um, no one else can do that for us. Um, and thank goodness, or thank God, I would say, we don't have to go it alone. You know, we have support. We have divine support. We have human support. Um, we have in angel support. We have support. And so... When we're moving in this, you know, belief, into this belief more that we get to procreate our story from our soul's code, our unique design, 
I automatically feel relief. I don't know about you, <laughs> but I feel like, oh, okay, there's a little more purpose here. There's a little more um, direction here. And I feel like I'm propelling forward more, you know, and um, the others, when we think about the others who we were giving our power to and the others, you know, when, like help, having them help us narrate our story and then the other stories we were trying to control, um, if we kind of think, oh, that's really not my role, I think that gives them more freedom to propel forward too, if that makes sense. I'll reword that or I'll restate that. Basically, if we step aside from, you know, being like hero and helper and rescuer in other people's stories so much, and we don't um, give that role over to other people in our own stories, we're freeing them up also to work more in their soul's code, unique design to move forward, right? Um, we just don't get to decide what that looks like for them. So a lot of this is letting go, right? It's kind of the theme right now for me. It's like letting go. Um, letting go and to me, it's kind of like opening another door when we, when we open our, our minds into what are our values and beliefs about this? Um, and I feel like it's kind of opening a door sometimes against a wind at first, like, a like, you know, when you try to open a door and it's like, we get so much wind where I live and it's like, either the door blows open uncontrollably or I have to push. So I'm imagining I'm pushing this door against this wind. Um, and so I want to keep going forward. I want out that door. I want to write my story from my soul code. Um, but there's pressures, there's conditioning, there's shoulds. And I have to um, push against those, right? <laughs> so I would advise that you give it a push. Um, and then you step aside out there and you just let it pass. You know, you let it go. Like, now you can open the door and the wind starts to come through and then there's no longer resistance. Uh, it's kind of like that. You give it a little push, you move a little bit out of the way, the wind kind of goes through, and then it opens nicer. So that's kind of like the visual of letting it go. I hope I'm not getting too, <laughs> too off here, but it, it makes sense to me visually. Um, and... What I'm finding in myself and in other women I'm working with and in friendships and women in my life, a lot of us, we wait at that threshold a long time. Like we don't really want to start the pushing um, or we start to push it and we, it like slams shut, um, you know, and it was just like, we just, let's just wait. Let's just wait for the wind to die down. Just let's wait. We are masters of waiting. Um, you know, and most of, of course, most of us aren't sitting by the door idly waiting. You know, we keep busy, busy, over-functioning, overthinking, doing all these things, but we're missing out on our doorway. So yes, I'm getting very deep in this metaphor here. <laughs> um, so envision one of the doors in your home or a beautiful door that you love, you know, and you're, you're not pushing through it, but you don't really even have to if you just let some of that wind pass through, right? Um, so does this sound like you? Are you a master of waiting? Um, if you're not, then I love advice and I love to hear how you push through things or you get through things because we don't want to push. I guess that's not the right word. Um, so do you believe that um, that is kind of a thing getting in your way? Um, you know, does it kind of feel a little safer, easier just to wait, you know, and be compliant and just see what's going to happen? I mean, I spend a lot of time in that place. I did. And I still find myself sometimes like testing the door, not sure I can push it, not sure I can open it. Um, 
You know, and I can't really even say like that you won't grow from the well-being in the threshold of the door. We can. We're we're not stagnant, right? Like I just said, you're gonna keep looking. You're gonna keep having um, hopes and dreams placed on your heart, especially if you're open to to growth. So you're not just gonna you know not have anything happen if you don't go through the doorway. But imagine if you did, right? <laughs> so. Um, where are you? Are you by the door? Are you busy by the door? Are you pushing the door? Are you letting the wind pass? Are you stepping through the door? And that doorway, of course, is the doorway to co-create your own story. Um, and I like to think of it as, as you step through it, you know, you're deciding that you want to be the narrator of your own story and you want to co-create it with God. Um, and there's others, guides who are, come along to help you. Um, but to, in order to become an active participant in your life, you have to step through the doorway. And I like to think about that in that way because I'm often able to think about it and I come up with a plan and it's all here up in my head, but then I don't necessarily take active participation. So I've talked about that a lot, but we have to go, we move from you know, the thought process and the feelings into action and results, right? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think I repeat myself a lot. Um, but I'm hoping this, this is taking you to a place where you can visualize that and imagine that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I really often can call myself into, you know, into a place in prayer and in meditation. Um, and a lot of times walking out in the woods, to be honest with you, to a place where I feel like, okay, let the wind whoosh pass and I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to push through this door. Um, and it's actually not even having to push anymore. Um, and I'm going to go forth and prosper. That's what I've been talking about. So what do you think right now about your life story? Like where you're at from the perspective of you get to co-create it. You have a purpose for being here. Are you loving the way your life is going in general? Like if you were to start picking up the pen, you're going to write your story yourself. How do you feel about it? Really? What would you change? Like, do you feel ready to write the next chapter of your life? Do you feel like you um, are stuck a few chapters back? Um, you know, and I like to ask people like, our story is beautiful, but it doesn't have, it's not a popularity contest. It doesn't have to be a bestseller for others. It's pretty much like the beautiful written code of our life. So it can be simply peaceful and purposeful. I don't know. I hear that. I just think, oh yeah, that's what I want my story to be. Um, you know, and so I hope I didn't get too far into the metaphor of the door, but I was really trying to create a visual for you where you're imagining that you're kind of on the, the threshold of wanting to really have the pen and be the narrator in your story, you know, not giving it away to others and then also not being busy with someone else's story that you're not writing your own um, and that you're able to actually make that choice to move forward in your life. Um, and I know that you all are so, um, I would say, you know, responsible and take action. And I'm glad, I mean, I think that's something that you don't have to lose in this. It's just more intentional and purposeful for your own soul's code, your own soul's journey and story. So it's kind of just repurposing some of that um, passion and ambition into, into your life story, if that makes sense. Um, so in closing for today, <laughs> I just wanted to show, share a few examples just from this like last few months when I've been working with women, when I've been talking with women, I've been meeting with women who are building their businesses like I am and just getting to know people. I just kind of feel like I'm in that space, which is so beautiful. Um, and so just 
some general things um, of what I've been hearing just to kind of bring it home into like a, into real life stories that I've noticed. Okay. So the one story I've been hearing about is a, is a woman creating a schedule where she like really now feels fulfilled and present at work. Um, but then also is really creating and writing one where she feels just as fulfilled and present at home because she wants both, right? Um, most women I work with want both. Um, so now she can feel that at home and then when she's working on her business and it just feels like, it just feels like it's her story, her soul's code and her natural flow. Um, another, um, isn't just doing things because she thinks she has to or should, right? Um, when rewriting how she spends her time, doing things that she really enjoys and wants, I'm emphasizing what she really wants. Um, now that she's kind of redoing that, reconfiguring that, rewriting her story there, she actually has a lot more time and more energy for herself and for her kids. Um, so she has a lot of space going on. Um, I've been noticing that one for myself too. Um, and per usual, my, my people, my women, we talk a lot about their roles at work and up-leveling into that and, you know, switching some things around to really fit more into their into what works best for their life right now, their life story right now in this season, because things change um, all the time, right? And then another, you know, changing the story and how she communicates with her husband, she's just noticing that it's really easy to communicate with him now, and, like, she really wants to be more connected to him, where for a while she was like, that's so sure. And, um, you know, working on relationships um, is something we all, I think we all want and do and when we're really like writing our story and being our authentic self and showing up in our imperfection of course um it's it it changes it, it shifts it shifts um and then of course more than a few are asking for what they want and deserve and they're getting it um you know it's like I say if you don't ask the answer is always no <laughs> you know and it's like if you don't give yourself the opportunity you don't give yourself that time and space you'd give anyone else then you're not going to get it either right um, so I could go on. I mean, those are just a few things. I mean, oh, I just love to hear the stories of women really living into their story and, and just trying to be curious and discover what's next for them and not feeling like they have to get it right all the time. Um, but really locking into their, into their divine design. Um, it's just, I love it. I love it. So we're here for a purpose. Um, just curious if you're living that way, if you want to live more that way, if something resonated with you today, you know, reviewing the kind of the first part when I talked a lot about, um, you know, us having a soul contract and being here for a purpose. What what hit home for you? What made you think, hmm, maybe Mercedes needs to research more? Hmm, I never thought about it this way. Um, I always like to make you think. I don't want to make you think too hard because <laughs> you guys are overthinkers probably. But, um, you know, I just wanted to like have you look at the story from the perspective of are you the narrator? Are you holding the pen? Um you know, and or are you allowing God to co-create with you? And um, how's that going for you? And all that. So I hope this helped a little. This is kind of where I go when it comes to really, um, you know, looking at our story and really getting serious about co-creating it um, and not just waiting. So I hope this resonated with you. And as you know, I'll be back next week. I'm always in the group. Um, you can reach out and, you know, private message me with any questions that come up or anything that you're like, huh, I have a few more questions about this Mercedes. I would love to hear and you know, create a podcast episode on that. Also always looking for women who are living into their authentic story to interview them for the podcast, to inspire others and to just also kind of just 
help them to have a moment to see and to talk about how far they've come um, and the, the transformation they're experiencing. So if you're interested in sharing your story, um, reach out to me as well. I will talk to you again next week. It's always a joy to be here. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.